and thank you for listening to Best of the Nest. SVSU podcast by students for students. My name is Jason. And I'm Maddie. And today we're joined with Brooke from Campus Financial Services to talk about financial aid and scholarships. Hi, Brooke. Hi. Hey, Brooke. You want to give us a little introduction of yourself? Yeah, so um, I'm a senior here at SVSU. I'll graduate in May. I've been at the Campus Financial Service Center for a little over a year now. Awesome. And what's your major? What are we studying? Marketing. Marketing. We love business majors here. We love that. Good job, Brooke. I'm proud of you. Thank you. So on this episode, we're going over just common information about financial aid, scholarships, what students are most worried about, things like that. So the first question, what are students' most significant concerns when it comes to financial aid in college? A lot of students, especially coming in as freshmen, they worry that they're not going to have enough money to pay for all of their charges. And unfortunately, a lot of times this is true for freshmen. I see it happen a lot just because if you take about 12 credits, which is full time, um, and then you live on campus, usually your charges are going to double. So and it most of the time what I see if students have like an academic scholarship, Pell, loans, it usually covers up to their tuition charges, but then anything left over is usually their housing. That's typically um, typically correct. I know like your freshman year is probably going to be your most expensive year anyway. It is, yeah. Housing yeah. is a lot more expensive for freshmen because, first of all, they're required to get the meal plan. Yeah. And I think the housing charges are a little bit more than they would be if you lived, you know, like your sophomore, junior, senior year. I know like the first year suites are like really cheap, cheaper than yeah. like uh, Mary Jill Brandymore. Yeah. Um, but still expensive, especially coming out of high school where you didn't really have to pay for anything. Right. Coming into college, I was like, <laughs> exactly. wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But it, it's, it sucks for a little bit, but then after, I'd like typically our students coming here, we have we have really smart students that come in here, so yes. they, get, they get a lot of money yes, anyway. Yes, that is true. And private scholarships, we mm-hmm. have an abundance of them anyway. We so do. there's a lot of great opportunity for you to get a lot of money here, so um, it's just trying to figure out how to come up with that cost. Is a I bit agree, yeah. yeah, you just got to look. Expand your options oh, yeah. really look into it because that's the best way to find it. Oh, yeah. Would you recommend students going to talk to campus financial aid and scholarships if they're worried about that? Or? Yeah, um, it doesn't hurt to just always have an idea of like what to expect because a lot of students just when especially like parents with students first time in college, everybody just seems so lost. So it's always good to come in or like call or email us just to get an idea of what's going on. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask for help, people, whether it's in our a financial aid office or your admissions rep or someone else who works in the school who can help get you that information. More, Your biggest fear is probably actually the unknown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And those resources are out there, so use them. Oh, yeah, for sure. So next question. Okay, what is the biggest myth you have heard while working in CFSC? A lot of times we get students and they call and (laughs) they want to try to pay their loans back to SVSU. SVSU is not a loan lender. A majority of the time it's federal loans or private loans. What happens is the money is borrowed from the federal government and then the money is given to us, but the student is responsible for paying it back to the federal government. So they have to look on their FAFSA account to see like how much their loans are, how much has accumulated, you know, all that stuff. And then another one is a lot of students will call and ask why they need to put their parent on the FAFSA if they don't live at home or don't get any help. And unfortunately, the federal government makes it really hard to not put your parent on there. There's a lot of factors that go into what make a student independent versus in, versus dependent. 
And a lot of times you do need to add your parent until you're 24 because yeah. 24 considers you independent. Yeah. So make sure if you are independent and your taxes are independent, you have to have all of that paperwork yeah. to be able yes. to fill your FAFSA out yeah. without a parent. And besides, most of you, especially if you're listening, your parents want to help, and you probably don't know the information on your FAFSA yeah. by yourself. Yeah, you don't a lot of, so you're, you're going to need there. help. Yes, yeah. a lot of parents are the ones who just do it anyway yeah. for, their, for their student. I still call my mom because I'm like, how much do you make? Yeah, because yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I no, don't know no. So, no. Yeah, why would you know? Yeah. Exactly. I know, like, this is going to be way, way before you have to end, worry about actually paying them back, but make sure you pay the interest on your loans first yeah. before you play the principal. I know you don't understand what that means yet, but the principal yeah. is like the base amount that you get. So let's say you receive like $1,500. Don't pay that 1500 pay the interest that you're accumulated onto it because interest rates are very high right now. They are. Very, very high. Mm -hmm. So pay off the interest. So then once you can get to the principal, then it will be easier to pay him back. Easier, but it's going to take a long time to just pay the principal, then pay the interest. Once again, but way, way before you way, have to worry about that yeah. yet. But. Yeah. And if you pay your principal down, then your interest is sh smaller too. Yeah. So make sure when you're paying, you know what you're paying for. And make sure you look at what your interest rate payback will be before you get loans. Oh, yeah. Yes. I know one of my roommates just got a loan and he was telling me about it. And I was like, you're paying what in yeah. interest? Yeah. yeah. There are so many other ones yeah. that are cheaper. Don't do that. Make in, sure you compare. In general... Federal loans offer like the better interest rate. They're yeah. not great, but like compared to private loans, it is, you know, the better option. Yeah. yeah. Use government aid and loans first would be like my yes. biggest piece oh, of yeah. advice if you need them because you can pay them back. Like they're a lower interest. Usually they'll say like you don't pay them back until like after. however many months mm -hmm. after yeah. graduation. So yep. you have a job. Some private, like you have to start paying them now. Yeah. So Federal loans, you don't have to start paying back until you're either six months out of college, like after you graduate. If you drop below half time, which for an undergrad is six credits, then they'll contact you about starting to pay them back. Um, or if you take like a gap year, like a gap semester, yeah. um, they'll say like you need okay. to start paying them back. All That's important information. information to know. I didn't know yes. that part. I did yes. not. Neither yeah. did I. Okay, so how does financial aid grants, scholarships, and loans work? I know we just kind of touched on that a little bit. Can you yeah. can you explain that a little bit yeah. more? Yeah, so um, it's a very interesting process. <laughs> so financial aid is grant scholarships and loans all combined. There's many types of scholarships you can get. Common ones that we see here at SVSU are academic ones that students can get all four years. Um, you just have to meet the renewal requirements. Those requirements are you have to complete 24 credits between the fall and winter combined yep. um, in order to renew it for the next academic year. So if you take spring and summer classes, that doesn't count. Um, it has to be the 24. And I believe your GPA has to stay above certain academic scholarships, I think, are like a 2 point, and I think some are like a 2.5. So if you have a specific one, you could always just look into that. We also have private scholarships that donors, you know, donate to SVSU, um, you can apply for them. We have a general scholarship application. 
the application opens November 1st, and usually the common that I saw them closing was around June 1st, so they'll open here within the next month or so. Go in and apply, because, you know, it never hurts to yeah. just apply. You'll never know what you'll get. I know one of our old admissions reps got a woodworking scholarship, Yeah, because she's the only person who applied, and she yep. was like, I've never worked with wood in my life. Yeah. So as long <laughs> as you qualify for, like, 50% yes. of the scholarship, oh, yeah. apply. Yes. Yeah. You might yes. not get it, but yeah. apply. I got a really random one and it was like not for very much and it's only for the winter semester but i was like anything helps money is money money is money, money. is money yeah at that point you just apply for literally everything and anything yeah. just apply yeah just do what, it it can't the, hurt exactly the worst thing that's going to happen is they tell you no oh and in no. all honesty they don't even tell you no you just don't get the money. exactly you just don't get a response <laughs> like you don't get an email yeah, yeah. so like oh darn guest. exactly it's so like if you're like a day before this semester starts like hmm, i wonder if i got that scholarship you did not get that yeah, scholarship exactly. <laughs> you're good don't worry worry about it <laughs> like, another thing i will know about private scholarships is if you're like a high school senior you can apply to all of them, even if you're not sure you're coming here. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, like, apply to them all. And then if you decide wherever you're going, you didn't want these scholarships because you're going somewhere else, we just give it to the second person in line. So you're yeah. not taking money from anyone. Right. You're not wasting no. anyone's time. Mm -hmm. It's not going to affect know. you in any way. No. Right. And that goes for every college. You are not committing to a college by filling out scholarships. Right. Yeah, no. Right. And something to note, too, that a lot of people, you know, get confused on, academic scholarships, they're only awarded to incoming freshmen. So if you come as, like, a transfer student, that doesn't make you eligible for an academic yeah. one. I found that out the hard way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I realized that way. That's yeah. a really good point is transfer students, whether you go from community college to a four-year or from one four-year to another, your scholarships are, like, more than halved. Yeah. Your financial oh, yeah. aid have yep and so the only thing that doesn't relate to is if you do early middle college because we still view you as a high schooler so we still view you as a first year right but if you're a transfer it's way harder to get scholarships yeah. so make sure you're feeling very confident in your yes. choice before making the decision okay. yes yeah you typically only spend about like four thousand if you take 12 credits um Literally just four thousand for just tuition because you're not paying yeah. for housing. You don't right. have to pay for a meal plan anymore. Yep. Yep. Um, so you're not you're saving you're saving a good amount of money, especially if you get some nice scholarships. Yes. You should be fine. Yeah, but loans, on the other hand, those are a little more complex than scholarships. So the most common we see is federal through the FAFSA. Uh, there's two types you can get, which is subsidized and unsubsidized. Uh, if you only wanted to take out one over the other, we always recommend taking the subsidized because that one does not collect interest while you're in school. The unsubsidized will. So when you apply for the FAFSA, the results are set here to SVSU. Uh, the application for the next school year op always opens October 1st, so we always highly suggest doing that as soon as you can. Waiting till the last minute is the absolute worst thing you can yeah. do because a lot of times students will, you know, email us in July and be like, oh, I just filled out my FAFSA. And it's like, oh, you've had 10 months to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you've had a while. And then, so when it gets applied to your account, uh, all the free money, so your grants and scholarships are considered free money, those are applied first, and then loans are applied after that. If you do live on campus, the financial aid first goes towards all your tuition charges and then if there's any excess it rolls over to cover your housing so a lot of times if you live on campus and you have a balance it's from your housing charges oh, yeah. um, and grants 
you get those from your FAFSA, correct? You can. SVSU does have some grants. Some students will get like the opportunity grant. That's based off your FAFSA, but it's like awarded through SVSU. It's based on like your EFC, which is a combination of what you and your parents make. Uh, and then there's Pell. So Pell is a government-based grant. You have to have a certain EFC to be eligible for Pell. So that's is also, you know, you have to fall within like a certain bracket to be yeah. eligible. And then how many credits you take will also depend how much Pell you can receive. Yep. And we love grants. Everybody, if you can get a grant, because yes. it's, like she said, free money. You don't have oh, to yeah. pay it yes. back. So loans, you have to pay back. And you have to pay interest, not just what you yes. paid. So Yes. Another nice thing about SVSU is we have the cardinal commitment. So. Oh, yeah. I will touch on that. So what that is, is if you your parent makes less than $50,000 a year, you can qualify for the Cardinal Commitment. But what it does is it it only covers tuition, it does not cover housing, and it covers the difference after your free money is applied. So let's say your charges are like $4,000 for your tuition and your scholarships and grants only cover $3,000, then you'll get $1,000 in Cardinal Commitment. If your free money covers all of your tuition charges, you might be eligible for cardinal commitment, but you might never see it. Yep. And then your loans will cover your housing charges or go okay. towards your housing. So, yeah, that is a very complicated, you know, thing because a lot of students will call and be like, I got free tuition. And it's like, yes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's tricky because it's only applied after all of your other free money is yep. applied. Okay. And that's just a way SVSU is trying to help people yes. who might not be able to go to college go to yes. college, which is why we cannot help cover your housing. Yes, because housing is focused. a choice. If you can't, you know, if you can't yeah. afford to live on campus, don't. either don't or find alternative options or take yeah. out private loans if you know your loans don't cover everything. Yeah. And I know other universities in Michigan also have something similar to the Cardinal Commitment. So whether it's like their version. I just know their EFC is sometimes a different number. Yeah. So even if you're not thinking SVSU, look at other schools, yeah. see oh, yeah. what they offer. Do your research. But most of them are applied the exact same way, where they only cover what's not covered by your free money. Yes. And they're not going to cover the whole thing and have your scholarships go to housing, mm -hmm. or else they would be broke and your tuition would right. skyrocket. <laughs> right. Do you know how many people can receive some sort of scholarship? Do we only have academic and need-based? I know we talked about private scholarships, but... Yeah, so um, the only ones through SVSU that I really, you know, am aware of is the academic ones. Yeah. And then the private ones that private donors donate yeah. to SVSU that you can apply for. But scholarships that come straight from SVSU are the academic. And then the Valley Housing is also one, too. For the Valley Housing, you have to qualify for an academic scholarship yeah yeah to, be okay. able to receive that i know there's a lot of scholarships out there not just like necessarily at svsu but yes there's, there's a ton so there's so many oh yeah look like in you your county i was saying yeah. you can literally get a scholarship for having blonde hair and blue eyes yeah honestly <laughs> like honestly you can like or just like being just you or i know carmen um she used to work in the um, admissions office she works in the multicultural center now, but she used to give out scholarships to students in Saginaw County that are engineering students. She rarely gave it to a student that was engineering because people would just apply for it, not even just engineering students. Other students would get it because right. engineering students don't want to do it. But typically what people don't want to do is write those essays. Yeah, that's typically always for, the, for that is They the don't want to write there. those essays. 
If I've learned one thing, it's write the essay. Essentially, I know we have one scholarship here that's super big. It's called the Thompson Scholarship. Mm-hmm. And like 300 or some odd people qualify. And we have like almost 100 to give out and like 150 will actually complete it. Yeah. And so your chances go up exponentially yes. if you write the essay. Right. And honestly, your essay that you write for one scholarship can be reworked for every exactly. single yeah. one. If you have a basic essay and you just need to change a couple of things, it, you know. The layout that Anderson always tells people is like personal history. So like your name, what high school you went to, your academic yep. history, yep. GPA, anything you're like really proud of or classes mm-hmm. you've taken extracurricular history whether you did sports or you worked work is an extracurricular or you were in 50 clubs or you took care of your sick grandma volunteer work and then why do you deserve this scholarship and essentially it's the things you said before right and then he always adds in a paragraph about hardships if you had any so like don't say covid if you just had to take online classes and that was hard but if your parents were first responders or you worked in a hospital or you mm-hmm. took care of your siblings. Talk about that. Talk about why you failed freshman algebra yeah. because you didn't realize that it mattered and yes. you didn't think anything happened. <laughs> Explain it and then just rework it for every scholarship. Yeah, I always feel bad when students are like, I didn't apply for any. And I'm like, why? And they're like, because I don't want to write an essay. It takes... You know, an hour or so out of exactly. your day. It's for, not... For potentially a couple thousand dollars off your exactly. tuition. Right? Like, it's... The thing is, though, apply for, like, those $250 ones, yeah. the $500 ones. Yeah, I know they're not as much as you'd want, but those things add up they very do. quickly, they very, really very quickly. So That's $500 less that you have to pay out of pocket or take out in student loans. Exactly. Well, so. in those cheap, like, cheaper, the ones that give you less money usually don't require as big of an yes, essay or anything. So oh, yeah. they might mm-hmm. take... 20, 30 minutes to write. But if you get $500 in 30 minutes, you're making $1,000 yeah. an hour. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not. <laughs> Honestly, just, if you think of it that way. Just do what you got to do to get money. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It, I, yeah, okay. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say it's not that hard because it is. Because my thing is, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want to write essays. And a lot no of people don't know where to start. But oh, exactly. But like, ask people. Mm-hmm. Like, I find someone. My thing is, though, yeah, yes, please go to any type of admissions office you want to. But honestly ask students we we know because we just did the exact same thing that you're about to do so we know exactly how to do it what to do Mm -hmm. so we can help you out just as much as anyone else can so you just gotta ask for um incoming freshmen too, get with like your high school counselor because they will be able to tell you a lot of scholarships in your area and they know you so well that they can be like these are the ones you qualify for and i think you could get yes and they're not gonna waste your time Mm mm-hmm was like, because your sister asked you questions about like money and stuff like that yet? No, she quite. started to. No, she's a junior in high school, mm. so she's she, not really worried about that. No, not yeah. next year. I have a feeling she'll be like, yeah. "Help me!" And I'll be oh, like, yeah. "For sure, yeah. not my job anymore. I'm graduated." There you go. <laughs> no, I'll still help her. Okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> Meet with your parents too. There it is. Your oh, yeah. parents know. I'll, they probably know your social security number, and you don't. Yes. Please oh, yeah. learn it though, because every film you. Every form you're going to fill out and after you turn 18, that's on you. Yes. You better know it. Yes, yes, exactly. I lost my social security card before. And I found it. Like I found oh, it. you found it? I found it, yes. Because I've heard it's a pain to get it back. Oh, it is. You have to is. pay 50 bucks and yeah, then prove your identity. It's stupid. I have to prove that I'm Jason. How? 
How? It's me. Look at my ID. Yes. It's it's literally me. I know who I am. Um. So okay. How have your scholarships and aid helped you? Um. Yeah. Like we kind of touched on the scholarships and aid that I've gotten through college have just helped so tremendously. You know, apply for those scholarships because when I was a freshman, I think I had two that I got, had gotten in high school that I applied. You know, like mm-hmm. my high school counselor um, helped me find those, and then this year I applied for a ton of private scholarships and I got one and it's it's only $500 but hey like we said that's $500 left oh, less yeah. that you have to pay yourself so yeah if you don't think you'll get one apply you know anything helps oh, yeah, anything for sure helps. anything helps yeah I am super lucky and so I barely pay to live on campus right and so I have full tuition and so People always ask me that, and I'm like, it just lets you breathe a little lighter. Yes. Whether you got yeah. $500 or full tuition, like, yeah. every dollar you get off helps mm-hmm. you breathe a little lighter. Yes. Have more hope for your future. Yes, because exactly. Because the media right now is like, student loans, they stay with you until you're 80. And I know. It's terrifying. It is, because oh, it I is. have family members that are like, I'm still paying my student loans back, and at this point, it's not even the loan, it's the interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just you like you have a fifty thousand dollar loan, but then you have another forty in interest. Like yep. it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I always say like your loans, try and pay them back early. But yeah. if you need them, you will survive. Yeah. There are people oh, yeah. who will survive. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like, if you have the funds to pay out of pocket, but you don't want to pay um, everything up front, we do have a payment plan too. Yeah. That I'm not sure if like all everybody knows about, but um, it takes your balance and it splits it into four payments with a $75 enrollment fee, and then they're due um, the beginning first, of the month. It's yeah. usually the first, like this October, it falls on a Saturday or yeah. whatever, so it's due Monday the third. Yeah. yeah. So, and if you don't pay it. Um, is there a penalty? Yeah, there's know? a $60 late fee. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That yep. will be applied. So that, sh- well, that should help. Yeah. Uh, one thing to note about Saginaw Valley last year, 30% of our students graduated debt-free, approximately 30%. Wow. And over 90% of our students received some sort of financial right. aid, scholarship, grant. Yeah. Yep. And we're the most affordable college in Michigan, one of the most affordable in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. yeah. That's one thing you really have to consider yeah. when you're looking for schools because oh, yeah. my sister went to a private college and she she went to Concordia Ann Arbor and she got tons of scholarships. She was right. an academic. She had she was a cheerleader mm-hmm. and her bill even with all those like scholarships was more than what my bill would be with none. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, yeah. wow. Yeah, we are pretty cheap. I know like our uh, tuition, you know, cost per credit hour did go up a little bit but you know one it was like five dollars or something yeah it wasn't very much we're at i think it's like 385 or something right now which even compared to other schools and that's just for like an undergraduate rate i know our like big 10 schools in michigan are like twelve hundred dollars per credit i know it's it's ridiculous i think think i'm like i pay that for like a class like eleven hundred i think it was Wow. It was yeah. a lot. It's a private oh, school. Man, it yes. Was a, it was a lot. Of, yes. I paid a lot of money and I regret it. Were you only there for like a year? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the issue. That's the, that's the issue. <laughs> yeah. I was there for literally a hiccup and yeah. I am scared for those. I mean, I started paying back those loans anyway. Yeah. Because I left. But oh boy. It's, that just. I think it was nine and a half percent. Interest? Yeah. Holy dog. crap. It sucks. That's insane. It was bad. Yeah. And then, because football, 
football academics only took care of so much. Right. It was a lot of money they gave me. But I'm thinking because when I got it, I'm like, oh, wow, I should be fine then. Got my actual bill. No, I still had, I think I think I had to pay $12,000 out of pocket. Oh, still. my God. And I'm like, dang. So I got like some private scholarships. It went down to four. And I'm like, I don't want to pay $4,000 no yeah. matter what. Yeah. So it just sucks. Oh, it sucked. It sucked badly. Yes. Yeah. It's fine. That's yeah. insane. Look yeah. at what your bill will be. Talk with your parents. It's super awkward to talk about money. Yeah. But make sure you're talking with your family and saying, like, what should I do? Right. Do you have any advice? Yeah. Yeah. They know your financial situation. Right. There is a – the federal government also offers a parent plus loan. Like, if parents want to help their student but, you know, don't have the funds to pay, like, directly out of pocket to cover the rest of their charges, they can go in and apply for a parent plus loan through the federal government. So it would be a loan taken out in the parent's name – for the student, and if the parent gets denied, then the student gets an extra $4,000 a year, so $2,000 a semester in unsubsidized loans. Yep. So that's also a good thing to know as well. So if Very you, important. Yes, so yes. if you think that you're, like if you need extra funding and your parents apply and you know for a fact they won't qualify for the loan, you will get an extra $4,000 okay. That's good loans. then. That's really good. Yeah. So yeah, we'll take that. We'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, so we always like to end our podcast with two questions. Yeah. So... It doesn't have to be financial related at all, but Mm -hmm. what is the biggest piece of advice you have for high school students? I would say, number one, use your resources, and number two, get involved, make friends, because, you know, you make friends in college that will last a lifetime. I can say now that probably 50% of my closest friends or more are ones that I've met in college. That's good. Yeah. Meet the people that will become your bridesmaids. Yes, exactly. Oh, <laughs> Groomsmen or whatever. Yes. Yeah. See, I'm lucky. I met her um, in, in high, high school. school. <laughs> so she's always been my dog for yes, real. So yes. I, I was excited about that. Did yeah, you go to New Lothrop? I did, yes. Yeah, Jason and I graduated together. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And the last question, what is the best part of college? Oh, my gosh. Everything? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, honestly, the freedom, I would say. Like, not – especially, like, if you um, live on campus or you, like, rent a house, you know, in the area, just – it's so different than living at home. Like, you don't have to text your parent and say, hey, I'm going here. Hey, I'm going there. I'll be home at this time. Like, you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. You're just – the freedom of it is so nice. And I feel like you really – especially for me personally, like I've learned so much about myself in college, just like how to live on my own and, you know, like things I like and things I want in life that um, you kind of don't get to experience until you're in a situation yeah. that allows you to. Hell yeah. Yeah. You, you learn a lot of responsibility too. Probably. Yes. You'll Probably. make some mistakes yes, in this exactly. freedom journey and you have to figure it out on your own. Yes. Oh, yeah. For sure. Thank you to everyone for listening to Best of the Nest. We want to thank the SVSU Technical Writing Department for allowing us to use their podcasting studio and equipment. The PTW major has many avenues, including journalism, broadcasting, editing, software development, and usability studies. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.